Hey, this is Ruby Freeman, and I just got off the Resilient Minds podcast with Eric Balance, where we talked about potency, leadership, and human connection. Join us today. Hey, everybody, it's Eric Balance coming to you with the Resilient Minds podcast, where I feature beautiful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts in their field where they help us discover their X factor, their experience of life, only to discover how they were able to accomplish and find out their Y factor, their big Y, their purpose in life. So join me as we get to discover the beauty of our minds and how can we really continue to go after the biggest and most wildest dreams while we continue to pursue and manifest our greatest intelligence that comes from the heart. Also, if you haven't, go check out the new alignment course that I've created at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. See you on the show. Welcome everybody to the Resilient Minds podcast. I'm grateful. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to be here with Ruby. Is it Freeman or Freeman? Freeman. Yeah, thank you for asking. Freeman. Beautiful. Yeah, of course. Thank you for being here, first and foremost. Um, excited to have you all the way from Austin, mm-hmm. um, which is another beautiful vortex. A lot of great things going on over there. Yeah. And yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, and thank you. Yeah, I am I am honored and blessed to be here and I'm just grateful that we had the opportunity to be connected this year. Right? I know. And it's it's interesting how we've gotten to know each other through mutual friends. And for those of you that are tuning in live or coming, you know, on listen to the recording, a little bit about Ruby, you know, she's a certified life coach. NLP practitioner, leadership mentor, speaker, and author of an amazing book called Potent Leadership. She's literally helped thousands gain the confidence to quit, you know, or gain the confidence to quit performing, crystallize their messaging, and really bring their movements to integrity. Um, As an expert on personal growth and really developing the inner growth, you know, Ruby um, has hosted the top rated podcast formerly known as today's thought leader today known as potent truth and it's appeared in over a hundred publications and podcasts today uh honestly so you work today with your clients one-on-one or in group settings you have live retreats that can continue to be manifested through your collective but this is something that I really love um, and I'm excited to dive deeper is get to know your big heart, your, your no bullshit approach, so to speak. But really, I, you know, I think that it comes down to just being honest, right? Like, um, you know, using these wisdom, this healing intelligence where you can bridge that practicality and, ideally, you know, connect to everybody's spiritual wisdom, which oftentimes as a result of connecting to our own, you're able to connect to others, right? So I'm excited to have you here, go through this um, brilliant uh, expansion together and learn from you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that introduction. And 
yeah, I'm excited. I feel, um, you know, it's been interesting times and it's always nice to be able to drop in in this way to have conscious, deep conversations. Um, I think now more than ever, it's important for us as human beings to be able to connect with each other in this way. Absolutely. I totally feel you. And I think um, it's interesting how the universe kind of guided us together, you know, like I said, through other, through friends, mutual friends. And one thing that you discuss um, is potent leadership. But before we really get into that, I'd love to know a little bit more about, you know, on this, on the show, on, on, on the show, I always talk to, you know, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, conscious entrepreneurs. And I'm always asking, you know, because I believe we really manifest our X factor through our experience, you know, and from that stage, we really contribute to our Y factor, which is our purpose, our why. So has there been, um, and I'm, I'm certain there's been multiple, but something that has been like a defining moment where you're like, you know what, Ruby, this is what you have to follow. This is what you need to focus on. And it was a moment that really helped you say, hey, like I'm all in on this why. And this experience was the contributing moment. Mm. Yeah, so I feel like my journey is a little different where I hovered at rock bottom for a very long time, for decades. And mm. I've had two rock bottom moments. The first being a suicide attempt at the age of 22, 23. And the second being 2012, when I ended a um, four and a half year, highly abusive, highly toxic relationship. And the 2012 moment was definitely pivotal because that was the first time that I felt like I had this out of body experience where I was able to look at my life from a different lens as the observer and stop mm. placing blame, stop pointing the finger, stop blaming my upbringing, stop blaming the people around me and really look at myself and realize that these are the choices that I've been making that have led mm. me to this really deep, dark place as an addict, um, as someone who's floating from abusive relationship to abusive relationship, uh, surrounded by toxic friends and uh, really with no driver motivation for anything better. Um, so 2012 is when I really took ownership and radical responsibility for my life. And from there, everything began to unfold. But for me, it was a very um, slow, gradual, unraveling process where I had to really heal my own inner foundation to start to see how all these dots in my life connected to provide me with the purpose, uh, something greater than myself. And so 2012 was really when I started taking responsibility for my life, started making different choices in my life, started to become healthier, um, choosing differently. And I really got into personal development at that time. I became a coach in 2014 because I really loved the idea that we can change our lives at any moment because I had just experienced that in 2012. Like, wow, if I just start taking radical responsibility for where I'm at, I can change my life. And I wanted to support people through that. 
However, the depth to which I support people and my, my purpose as I see it today is very different than when I started in 2014. And that's what I mean about the unraveling process. The leadership piece didn't really come into play until about 2018 for me. When I started to realize that one of my deepest wounds, and I hadn't seen this yet, one of my deepest wounds was that of not having a voice, of feeling like I didn't have a voice. And this entire journey since 2012 has been one of me really diving deeper into my own expression and understanding what that is. And in doing so, providing myself with a sense of freedom, one that I had never experienced my entire life. And then I started noticing, you know, in, around 2018, I'd been in the personal development space for long enough. I've seen how people, other leaders are showing up in the space. And I started to see how everything felt really cookie cutter as if people felt like they had to fit into a box in order to be perceived as a leader or perceived as an expert. And me having gone through my own process of really understanding the freedom that comes from being fully expressed I wanted to be able to serve other leaders to find that within themselves so that they can then uncover their potency. And that's the medicine that I believe we each have. And it's very unique to mm -hmm. us. So they can start leading from their potency, from their fullest expression of who they're being and weave that into their leadership and weave that into their businesses and into their entrepreneurship. Um, so it's been this beautiful unraveling process and um, it's been one that I'm so grateful to have journeyed with. And I think, you know, my entire life I'll be unraveling. I think I'm going to continue mm. to get more and more insights uh, and clarity with regards to where my purpose is going. Because I do believe that as we evolve as human beings, our purposes and our visions evolve as well. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think the unraveling is, is always a journey. And something I wanted to touch on, because I think it was really beautiful. You talked about this uh, element of potency that already exists inside uh, uh, us. And one thing that I really love is, and I believe is that, you know, the first person that we need to lead is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're all leaders in our own way, right? We got to lead ourselves, our own lives. And this potency, I think, and my hallucination, you know, could be, you know, deceiving, but uh, I know from myself and my experience, there was for so long where I felt like I needed to prove myself, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that that uh, um, allows or disallows us to fully show up in that potency. Would you agree? A hundred percent. And I write about that in the book. I think that we're yeah. all at the end of the day, right? We're human beings with the same needs. We all want to be mm. loved. We all want to be accepted. Mm. We all want to feel like we belong somewhere. This is innate. It's built mm. within us. And so anything that could, um, create a risk of like people hating us or people judging us we steer clear away from and and so we're constantly trying to prove ourselves or hiding pieces ourselves because we feel we've been made to feel ashamed of those pieces of ourselves we've been told that we're too much mm -hmm. too loud too opinionated not enough um 
all sorts of stories are embedded in our unconscious minds. And, um, I think the, the real freedom that every human being is seeking isn't an external freedom. It's not an external sense of freedom. It's actually the internal freedom of feeling free enough to just be. Yeah. Yeah. I can resonate with that. You know, I was a drug addict from 16 to 19 addicted to crack cocaine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that after I was able to break through that, for the longest time, it was proving myself, you know, like that I'm not this guy anymore, you know, that I'm not this uh, drug addict anymore. So what did I do? You know, I started getting into health and fitness, but then using steroids to, you know, develop this masculine potential of the way that I needed to show up in, you know, competing and then competing in school when I went back to university to be a leader, you know, it was always about proving. It was about proving myself. And I think that, you know, it's about, at the end of the day, it was about, I mean, I know that it was as I look back and I've done all this work about uh, really letting all of that go and, and just wanting to be loved and be loving. Be loving too, right? Like, because when you be loved, you allow yourself to really come out. Mm-hmm. And really, it was the, for me, again, this is for me, you know, I'm not saying that everybody, that everybody is going through the same thing, but um, yeah, it was just having this essence of wanting to carry out my wildest dreams and not being judged for it. And I think that this is something, you know, that, really resonates with me as you're sharing it because yeah i talked about this a million times but it's like wow this is really as you say potent mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. like it, in my heart so thank you for thank you for what you do so when people are showing up in this capacity or feeling like they are maybe not enough or like they're proving themselves or they can't bring out this potency outside of themselves if anybody is listening right now and they're thinking like, yeah, that's me, you know, like I can't do this. I can't do that. What would be the first step that they can take Mm. to really dive deep into uncovering this beauty that they are, this beauty of a being that they are? Yeah. The, the first step, um, for me is always understanding what this programming is that is actually holding you hostage that that is preventing you from showing up and feeling expressive because we we cannot change that which we don't understand and so when we start to understand where this programming came from that's when we begin to see things more clearly and see how perhaps this is not actually my truth so for example simple question what is it that you value most people will just recite a set of values that have probably been bestowed upon them through their upbringing, something that they learned to value. Um, But what I'd like to challenge my clients and readers with is that perhaps those values that you're, you think you have, perhaps those aren't actually your values. Perhaps those are just projected values. What is it that you really hold you personally? What is it that you really hold meaningful in your life? What's really important to you? What do you hold most sacred? What is a non-negotiable? 
and understanding what those things are. And then having that list of like top five, top 10 values and reflecting on your life, on your leadership, on your work, on how you're showing up and noticing what's in alignment with those values and what's not, you know, well, the things that are not in alignment are the things that are not truly who you be. And you get to release those things. The things that are in alignment, you get to keep those things and you get to cultivate more of those things. Uh, so more often than not, we start to design these lives based on perceptions or based on previous learnings and programmings. They're not actually the lives that we truly want to live or, or have for ourselves. And I'll use myself as an example. At In 2012, when I hit that, that second rock bottom, I didn't know what I wanted. And I think this isn't talked enough, talked about enough in personal development. Like a lot of times people just don't know what they want because they've been so preoccupied chasing everything that they don't want and very Absolutely. unconscious of it. Right. Until you hit this moment where you're like looking in the mirror and you're like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Or you look yeah. at your life and, and you say to yourself, I don't, I don't even like this. Like I'm not enjoying it. This doesn't feel fulfilling, but what do you want? You don't know because you've never given yourself the opportunity to tap into your heart. You've always mm. been chasing what you think you need to be chasing. And so that's why I like doing the values exercise as, as one example, as a starting point, because you're chasing what you're chasing. Can we do it together? What you think. Yeah. <laughs> let's yes. do it. Uh, let's do it. I, can you do it on me, please, please, please? <laughs> yes. So Eric, tell me, what do you hold most sacred in your life? What do you value? Love, 100%. Mm -hmm. What else? Integrity. Mm -hmm. What else? Peace. Mm -hmm. Gratitude. Okay. Gross. 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 So he's just said gross. gratitude and growth. Okay, so that's five. Let's 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 start there. Love, integrity. I can keep going if you want. I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll stick to the five. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, those are my top hundred percent. Yeah, the probably love, somewhere along peace. the line is like contribution Gratitude. would be probably right. somewhere co combined, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always say do a top five list and do a top 10 list. The yeah. top five are yeah. like the absolute non-negotiables. This has to be embedded, engraved in your life in all ways. Um, so, you know, to reflect on this love, integrity, peace, gratitude, growth, and to look at your life personally, professionally, to look at your leadership, to look at everything, since you are an entrepreneur, to look at your messaging, to look at your content, to look at your offers, services, how you show up, your presence, mm. and does it align with these things? Or is there something that feels a little um, unbalanced or misaligned? You mm. know, um, example, and I'm not saying this is true to you, but some people may say, I value growth, but are mm. you giving yourself the opportunity to grow each day. Mm. You know, is that, is that baked into your daily practice? For me, absolutely. But I can definitely always grow more. And I think that the biggest question here, and I love this because it gives me an opportunity to really talk about like even my shift, 
mm. um, over the last 12 months, this like level of integrity in the way that like you talked about, it was so beautiful. Uh, like what, what do we do? Like, am I always just going to do something as an entrepreneur just to make money? Like, is that really what I want to do? Like, yeah. no, fuck that. Like, yeah. no, like I don't want to just make money. I want to make an impact. I want to mm-hmm. like live on purpose and integrity has shown up for me in the way that I was really showing up for my clients because I really was like, I'm so conscious of the way that I want to serve around around leadership but i was focusing so much on like marketing and things that like didn't really like strategy that i didn't absolutely love Mm -hmm. you know and it took me away from the part of the human experience with my clients that i absolutely adored Mm -hmm. you know and so seeing the leadership in them transform and them understanding patterns in their life was something that was so beautiful for me that I held myself back. And this was a story that I kept telling myself. I said, Eric, if you want to break like the elements, especially of like leadership, you need to be a leader first and you're not a leader yet. This Mm -hmm. was what I was telling myself. But of course, you know, the last 12 months have really shifted in my life. And I don't see myself as a marketer. I'm not a marketer, you know. Um, And I think because I started seeing myself as a leader that I started naturally to be able to to show up for leaders. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how you start to see, at least for me, Mm -hmm. how you start to see yourself is how you start to able to like now help the person that you used to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I love that you shared that, um, how this has been your experience over the past year, because I think it's important for people listening, watching to understand that again, like we will evolve. And as we evolve, we're going to experience shifts in who we are and how we show up. And we get to reflect those shifts then in our work and in our legacy and in our purpose. As if we shift, it's impossible for your purpose or your vision to not shift with it. Is impossible. And if you start, if you shift within and you're still leading your business or your movement, whatever it is that you're doing, leading your life the same way, there's going to be a, a massive misalignment. Um, and so these shifts can happen all the time because we are constantly evolving. We're constantly growing. You know, evolution is the one purpose that every single uh, human being on this planet has in common. And we're constantly evolving until the day we die. And, and so that means that every day is an opportunity for a new shift, a new insight, um, you know, and a new perspective, which means that we get to continuously grow ourselves and uh, the, the legacies that we are building, the, the purpose-driven work that we are leading. I love it. And that's so important. Why do you think it's so important to live on purpose? Hmm. Great question. Especially because I remember, I actually vividly remember what it was like to live not on purpose. I know me too. (laughs) And I, and, and I also remember how, when you're not living on purpose, you don't know any better. And it wasn't until I started living on purpose that I was like, Whoa, 
there is a totally different way to live and, and lead this life. And I think it's important because it, it brings meaning into our lives. You know, it brings a sense of meaning. It, it brings a, a sense of um, like, oh, I am here for a reason. Yeah. Versus, oh, I'm just here and life's pushing me every which way. No, you are here for a reason. So it provides you with a sense of a foundation. It also provides you with a, a deep sense of fulfillment that I feel cannot be experienced without leave, leading your life on purpose. I think the fulfillment comes from that. What do you think if people are like struggling with finances based off of living on purpose? Like, you know, they're being pulled in this direction of like, oh my goodness, I can't afford to live my life um, based off of things that I love to do or Mm -hmm. live on purpose. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think, Cause, you know, that story is so common, you know, it's 100%. so common. It's like, no, it's, I can't do this. Right? Yeah. A hundred percent. Look at, and look at us. And at the same time, at the same time, no one says that I think it's this weird unannounced rule that your purpose has to be the thing that you make money off of. It doesn't have to be that way. It's also the way in which you lead and show up in your life. You know, for example, 90 percent of my clients are entrepreneurial leaders. And then I'll have the, the rare 2% who are in leadership positions in corporations and, mm-hmm. or not even in the leadership position in a corporation. I've had that too. And when they're not, yeah, but they the want to step into that leadership because right. which, is, or, which is probably what, yeah. Or they actually just want to be able to lead better. And, mm. you know, it's like people who, who feel that they have a greater purpose. They might have an idea of what it is, but they're like, but I have this whole life here. How, how do I, do I just destroy this and burn all my bridges and go here and take a big risk? And my advice is always like, no, it can be a gradual process. You don't have to build all of this overnight. It's about the choices and the decisions that you make. It's about how you're showing up. Are you willing to make one choice, one decision, one action step doesn't have to be huge. It can be tiny. That moves you in the direction of your purpose today. Are you willing yeah. to show up with a sense of purpose, right? Purpose isn't always this external thing that we're chasing or creating. It's also like, can you show up with a sense of purpose, knowing that you're here for a reason? Are you willing to do that today? You know, are you willing to... Take your time to build this knowing that, and going back to what I was sharing before, it's an unraveling process because I think everyone is in such a rush these days because of what we see on social media and social media is literally like 1% of our lives. You know, like we don't show everything and what you see are people's success stories. You see where they are today. You don't see all the work that took them to get there. And so you assume that you can just snap your fingers and you'll be there. And that's really not the case. Wow. The highlight reels. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, you know, it's like Tony, like he says, you know, everybody, Tony Robbins for anybody that's listening. Um, he says, um, you know, everybody is rewarded in public for what they do in private. Mm-hmm. And 
to me that really resonates and it's been such a like experience because i mean you know i'll tell you like my ebb and flows of my last three and a half years since going into entrepreneurship has been a fucking wild ride <laughs> mm -hmm. and um it's been amazing it's been so beautiful and it continues to be i think because as we discover and as this unraveling happens uh like you say so beautifully it really is about like keeping pulled by that golden thread that's connected to the wisdom inside of my heart that knows every single day the way that i need to show up is because this is what i embody and it's exciting you know like every single day to wake up knowing like i don't know if you're familiar with human design yes 100 what are you all about it projector four six yeah i'm a single authority manifester wow look at you go yeah. <laughs> like super super like <clears throat> so if i'm not in like this place of purpose I don't, I don't like, I can't, I can't manifest. I can't be in this place of alignment. Mm -hmm. And so as long as I'm living in this place of like total in, in the intelligence of my heart, uh, I can do anything. I really feel that, you know, like, like a Superman, mm -hmm. but, and not, but, and so I race, but, and I believe that the ebb and flow is really the most important part of the journey is like seeing this and how we decipher and really look at the circumstance on the external which is the ebb and flow mm -hmm. to really identify the center that we create inside of ourselves no matter what those circumstances look like and i believe and correct me if i'm wrong what your thoughts are not wrong, but like what your thoughts are. Um, but that is true leadership is when you can like recognize that these situations are going crazy around you and then magnify your intelligence inside of you to amplify your mission, your team, your relationships, because ultimately it's the relationship with yourself that is the one that you're, you're holding true. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that um, we're never taught about that relationship. When when yeah. were we ever wow. taught about that relationship? I think wow. things are changing yeah. now with our generation, um, but we were never taught that, and so we've always dismissed it. We've always bypassed it. Not not because we want to willfully ignore it, but because we've never been shown that this needs to be a priority. Because you're standing on your own two feet at the end of the day. You are the foundation for your entire life. Uh, and I, I, like I said, I think things are shifting with our generation and the way kids are now being raised. Um, but man, up until now, we were never, ever, ever shown, taught, or rewarded for really nurturing our relationship to self. That's so beautiful because you're a mama bear. I am. <laughs> I love it. So tell me what needs to change and what's been changing in the way that you've been showing up as a mom. Well, I'm a dog mom. I'm not a mom of kids. Oh. I'm a dog mom. I'm so, so let's get that I'm right. so sorry. I totally <laughs> thought you had kids. 
<laughs> I'm no, so sorry. But My you apologies. know what's fun you know what's funny is I have several clients who have <laughs> deemed me the title of spirit mom. Um Beautiful. especially at my retreats, uh, because people yeah. really get to experience me in real life and I'm very nurturing. Yeah. Um I can tell it's, it's, I can see it's it. It's interesting that you bring that up though, because I think that there is a real need for that maternal energy. And I I feel like we're feeling it now. Um, I feel yeah. like for so long in humanity, we've been missing the nurturing element and people have gotten to a point where they're craving it and they Absolutely. try and seek that out through other means when really it's, it's the love that you're talking about. It's to be able to, to be love, to, to share love and to receive love. Like, I feel like that is a very nurturing maternal instinct that we are all, we all have that's in the feminine energy and the more that we as individuals begin to tap into that, the more humanity is going to start to feel nurtured as it's really mm. been craving to, to feel. This is the feminine force that guides us, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that is so, like what, you, what you're sharing is so on point in my opinion, because it's such a deemed like patriarchal society. I mean, like look at all of these like centuries, you know, that have passed, you know, patriarchy, 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 ego, 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 head, head, head in the brain, brain, brain. Like let's get back into our hearts where there's a feminine force of nature that's guiding us. That's intelligent. That brings people together. That creates a conscious embrace of collective that amplifies each other that raises one another up to a whole new level of spirit of wisdom mm -hmm. of truth mm -hmm. and we can only do that like like together like it's together you know and, yeah. and this is what that motherly look like that you're sharing is so important and so i by the way i would really love to attend one of your retreats because it feels like you have this beautiful presence that you're able to bring out of people and I'm sure I can learn obviously a thousand things from you, mm. um, which is always beautiful to learn. And I think that this essence of uh, feminine force that guides us, you know, we see it in nature. We see it in, I don't know if you've ever done plant medicine, but you know, many, 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 yeah. many, many, many times. <laughs> yeah. So, deep, so, you know, we see it relationship with plant medicine. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, to me, it really is the, the thing that guides, I know it's brought me out of my toxic masculine behavior that I was, you know, struggling with, for a long time because it was what I attained from the way that I kind of created that story with society. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that, you know, although our creator, the great spirit is a unified consciousness of masculine and feminine energy, it's a balance of the two. Mm -hmm. And this is our duty as individuals, no matter what gender we are, is that we have to like really bring that place of alignment between our masculine and feminine energies. And I think that the feminine force that, that guides us, the creative side, is something that brings unique responsibility because of course the, the, fe the female 
is more attuned to that if they choose to be, of course, mm -hmm. there's a decision, right? And we can learn so much from each other as humans, but more importantly, we can learn so much from each other as gender, you know, mm -hmm. because there's a higher level of attunement to each other's energies that we can actually recreate in the level of communication that we can have from one another. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, we need each other at the end of the day. And I think yeah. for far too long, there's been too much of a, like a divide between, um, you know, the men over here and the women over here. And I, and I grew up in a culture yeah. like this, you know, and in, in our temples, yeah. the men would be on one side, the women would be on the other side. Um, at gatherings, the men would be in one room, the women would be in the other mm -hmm. room. So I grew up with this. But the real healing and the real learning doesn't happen until we come together, which is why uh, my work is with men and women. It, it's, 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 I've intelligently designed this to be that way because I strongly believe that we can learn from each other. And if you know, a, a, a female has wounds that uh, are based on traumas from the, the male, she can do so much, only so much healing on her own, surrounded by other females. But then there's this depth of healing that comes in when there's that strong male energy and vice versa. You know, so many Absolutely. males have wounding around, around feminine energy, around females. And when you bring all of us together in a way where we can really truly unite and see each other and learn from each other and understand the gifts that we have to share with each other. That to me is beautiful. That to me is the unity that we're all seeking to see in our world. And so we have to stop trying to create this divide, you know, and I also feel you had mentioned the patriarchal system and a lot of people are talking about this, the rise of the matriarch. And yes, I believe that. And I believe that this is the rise of a more harmonized way of us, us coming together where we can really learn mm -hmm. to um, understand each other's gifts, the gifts that the feminine energy brings and the gifts that the masculine energy brings and understand how to create harmony between the two. You know, I really think it, it like, what you share, um, you know, the rise of, of the matriarchy. I feel like anybody that's in there, in their ability of alignment and presence, there is a true strength in understanding that we rise together. Like there's no differentiation. And I honestly see that like, we rise together. Like, like mm -hmm. it, there's no, there's no differentiation between the, the women in my lives and the men in my lives, because I love them all. And if we can all rise and do amazing things together as a team, as a unit, as a unified force, like there's abundance for every single person. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the most important way of growing. And if I get to be a part of that in this society, in this time that I get to be in, on earth, then what can I do to support that as a man, as a leader, mm -hmm. as a balanced individual? You know, no pun intended here, guys, okay? <laughs> but, but like, like genuinely, I think that that's something that we, we get to do as, as man, as woman, and go to our brothers and sisters and say, go to our children, go to the next generation, go to and say, hey, guys, like, how can I help? 
And I get it, you know, like you're doing the best you can, but like, this is what been, has been my experience. I know like it was probably not maybe the best thing that I could have done, but I get where you're coming from because you know, like I've done some pretty stupid things and they helped me learn to where I am today. And whatever you're doing, I know that you're coming from the best place that you know, and having compassion to that, I believe is the ultimate way the ultimate way that we can rise like as 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 a family you know mm -hmm. yeah I, I love that you said family because we are you know i think we're spending too much too much of our energy noticing the differences that yeah. we're forgetting just how similar we all are you know yeah. and and it, i think that's been the hardest part about what i've been witnessing over the past year and a half even just we're forgetting that we're all human. We're forgetting that at the core of who, who we are, our truth, we're all the same, you know, and it's, it's our responsibility for the next generation to bring ourselves back to that place of being able to look at each other and, and say, I see you because I am you and you are me. The reflection I see is the beauty. I see. the the beauty I see is the reflection I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So this is amazing. I really enjoy. I told you I love going deep. Because you're you're <laughs> awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Tell me a little bit about what you're up to right now. How can people find out more information about potent leadership? the book, you know, like how can they get a copy? Where can they find more information? Uh, please, please, please give us some more insight of this brilliance that you're discovering and sharing. Yes, definitely. Um, well, uh, my website is a good place to find all the things. Um, and that's rubyframon.com. Um, there's a link to buy the book right on the first page, but of course you can go on Amazon, wherever you're at in the world and look up potent leadership and grab your copy of the book today. I highly recommend getting the hardcover. It's beautiful. Um, and yeah, right now I'm really excited. I have a, a group, um, experience, coming up starting in September. It's a four month journey, um, called potent leaders. And I'm just looking for 10, that's it. Just 10 leaders who are really ready to rise in these times and, and own their potency and reclaim their potency and, and weave that magic into their leadership. Um, so I have that going on. If you want more information on that, you can go to rubyframon.com forward slash potent leaders or just shoot me a message. I am very, very active on Instagram at I am Ruby and um, all my social media is the same at I am Ruby. And then of course, uh, listen to my podcast, Potent Truth on all the podcasting Amazing. apps. Beautiful. And, and we'll make sure for anybody that's driving or anything, don't write this down in a hurry because we'll <laughs> write it in the show notes. Uh, um Last question. Yes. You had three days left to live. Mm -hmm. What would you do? I would gather all the people that I absolutely love in a beautiful retreat space and spend mm -hmm. those three days in connection, in celebration with the people that I love, truly. 
So beautiful. It, it's, you know, it's so fascinating and beautiful. I've asked that question over a hundred times now, multiple different, I mean, to every guest that I've had. And everybody says family, you know, mm -hmm. connection, uh, love. Yeah. It's really beautiful. And, and, and like everybody's a tremendous leader. But at the end of the day, it's the three days everybody would give up everything they have in creating a connection to understand the love that they have with each person. Mm -hmm. And because I believe that how we leave something is way more important than how we find it. Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate way to really recognize that our relationships are so near and dear to our hearts that we actually have to have to have to not have to, because that's really strong. Should choose to focus mm -hmm. on bringing the best of ourselves to every moment that we have with every person that we, we connect with. So Ruby, I want to just say thank you for your brilliance, your time, your ability to connect, your centeredness and alignment. Uh, it was really special to connect with you. Do you have anything that you want to share before you go? Just to everyone listening, at the end of the day, what really, really matters is not what you do, but how you feel. That's all that matters. And so really focus on the feeling versus the external rewards and the external accomplishments and build your life, leadership, and legacy around that. Oh. Oh. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you, everybody. Talk to you guys soon. Make sure to go check out Ruby. I am Ruby. Hey, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to The Resilient Minds. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please make sure to go comment and like and follow us on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure, please make sure that if you really love this, to share this episode. And make sure that you're inviting all your friends to like it as we continue to unfold what the beauty of our minds does. More importantly, how powerful our heart level of intelligence can be when we combine our heart and our brain together. And more importantly, check out the alignment course that I've created. It's seriously there for you to take advantage of at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment. See you on the next show.